0: Hey, Samir, can you can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Hi, Dylan. Hey, 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 how you doing? Um, everyone, this is Samir Patel. He is the editor-in-chief of Atlas Obscura. And Samir, what are you very experienced at?
1: Uh, over the years, I have accumulated a lot of scuba diving experience. I've dived on shipwrecks because I used to write a lot about archaeology. I've dived in caves and with sharks and on reefs. But some of the memories of the South Pacific, which is where I think we're going to go here, um, are still very strong in my mind.
0: You ready to to take us down underwater? Absolutely. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura. A celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, we're going to the island nation of Vanuatu in the South Pacific. And we're headed off the coast, off the edge of it, underwater, to visit a very strange place from a very strange episode at the end of World War II. A place called Million Dollar Point. That's after this. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail from strenuous to wheelchair accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I should start uh, by revealing a certain amount of geographical ignorance. Uh, Where in the world can you just kind of position Vanuatu for me uh, on the map?
1: right so vanuatu is an island chain about a thousand miles east of the australian coast in Mm. the south pacific it's about 80 islands that make up the country and probably many more little itty-bitty islets like a lot of the island nations down there Uh, about three hundred thousand people live in the country uh and it it used to be known back in the colonial days as uh the new hebrides islands named after an island chain off the coast of scotland
0: so when you were in Vanuatu, it sounds like you did a fair amount of diving. Is that is that right?
1: Yeah, I went there actually specifically for the diving. There's a couple of, of very great diving sites, including one uh, that I spent some time on called Million Dollar Point.
0: But the site, it's it's more than just a cool scuba diving destination, right? Like part of what makes it so incredible is that it's got this crazy origin story tied to World War II, uh, is that, am I right about that?
1: There is a great story behind it. Well, as you can imagine, as the U.S. and Japan and uh, Australia were battling over the Pacific, any piece of land there was was valuable land. And Espiritu Santo is the biggest of, of Vanuatu's islands.
0: How big is Espiritu Santo?
1: As South Pacific islands go, it's pretty big. It's about 1,500 mm. square miles which okay. puts it somewhere between Rhode Island and Delaware. Oh, size. that's pretty
0: big, actually. It's oh, a relatively
1: okay. large island. It's it's mostly uninhabited. Something like 40,000 people live on this particular island. Oh, wow. So it was a very valuable piece of real estate. It was um, occupied by the US in World War II, and they created a very large... Uh, naval base there. It was the largest naval base in the Pacific outside of Honolulu, Um, even though it didn't see a lot of action, which is why people don't remember it quite as well. But it was it was (laughs) known as Buttons, um, at least in its its code (laughs) name.
0: That's an extremely cute name for a naval base. Indeed. Uh, (laughs) Uh, But there
1: were there were literally thousands of soldiers stationed there. Uh, One of the soldiers was James Missioner, who would go on to write Tales of the South Pacific, upon which Mm. the, the musical South Pacific was based. And they did a lot of construction. They had a lot of material. They built roads. They built power plants. uh, They built hospitals. Uh, There's still on the island loads of Quonset huts that they put up. Uh, They built movie theaters. Uh, They built a lot of infrastructure there on the island.
0: I didn't realize the... I knew that there were like planes that landed and like ships that... I didn't realize there was a giant naval base. And just the kind of sheer presence, thousands of soldiers, like what a big change to these tiny, uh, uh, these tiny islands. So they didn't see a lot of action in the war. What happened sort of at the end of the war? Well, that's interesting. So,
1: um, by the time the war ends in various places, the U.S. military had one primary goal, which was bringing the soldiers back home. And so they had something called Operation Magic Carpet, and it repurposed any vessel they could find to bring soldiers back home to the U.S., There was another operation called Operation Roll-Up, which dealt with all of the gear and material that was on these islands. Now, there wasn't a lot... I mean, there was millions of tons of material in the South Pacific, but back home, the government wanted to encourage manufacturing, and they didn't want to flood the market with all of this material that was coming from the South Pacific. So uh, bringing the boys home was much more important... And in some sense, the, the gear was much less important. So there was obviously you know, almost a, like a small city's worth of material yeah. sitting on Espiritu Santo in Vanuatu.
0: OK, so so at the, then at the end of the war, the U.S. has been there, invested tons of money. They've got tons of material, probably like fancy war equipment so were they, were they going to give it to the Vanuatu? What what were they going to do with all the stuff that they'd built and made there?
1: I would say across the South Pacific, this was a question in a lot of places. What are we going to do with this material? I have to admit, it probably never even occurred to them to give it to the Vanuatu because that yeah. was the way that the world worked at the time. Um, t- so they actually offered to sell it to um, our allies, the French, mm. for pennies on the dollar. They would sell all this material to the French. Um, the French, being wise negotiators, I suppose at this point, uh, kind of dragged their feet on the deal and stalled, assuming uh, that the U.S. would leave all of this material behind ah. if they couldn't strike a deal and they would just be able to take it.
0: They'd scoop, sweep in and scoop it all up for zero money. Like, why? That's, a, that's actually a pretty clever idea, right? Like, OK, yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with it? Savvy
1: and there was lots of there was lots of material there was construction equipment there were cranes bulldozers vehicles um crates of coca-cola and crockery you can imagine like the interior contents of a large town in one place uh that that the french assumed would be left behind and they would be able to to collect it
0: is that not what happened
1: it is definitely not what happened okay um, <laughs> These sources come down to us from various people over the years, so we don't know what the actual sort of naval leaders of the United States were thinking at this moment, but the idea was that they weren't going to leave it behind for the French, they weren't going to give it to the Nivanuatu, and they weren't going to take it home. So what they did was started uh-huh. some fires, they burned some of the stuff on the shore, um, and if you go there, there's still some of this material there on the shore. They left some of it to rust in the jungle, but the big bulk of it, cranes, bulldozers, forklifts. They drove a bunch of them into the water.
0: Down the beach? What do you mean they drove them into the water? Just down
1: the beach on the southeast corner of the island. They drove them into the water. And when these items were in the water and they couldn't drive anything in more, they built a jetty on top of the junk they had already thrown off and continued to roll stuff out into the water.
0: This seems so unnecessary. It seems so oddly vindictive or like just it. it's like, oh, my God, you couldn't just kind of leave it or like, I don't know what the, 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 the concern was basically if we can't have it, no one can. Is that kind of the.
1: That's the only way I can interpret it. Um, <laughs> I don't know that that's what they were thinking. But then, you know, and they progressively kept building this jetty out. And there's stories of, you know, uh, someone would drive a truck off to the edge and literally jump out of it as it rolled off into the water. And then they piled up stuff on the shore. They took a bulldozer and they pushed that out over the edge. Then they drove the bulldozer over the edge. And this went on apparently for days um, to eliminate a lot of this material.
0: It, yeah, it's a little bit like two middle fingers up on the way out of your. Own. You're like, we're out of here, you know? I- I'm guessing this is where we intersect with scuba diving.
1: Yeah, so they finished, they built this jetty out over the water and they rolled everything they could off of the edge, basically, and then they blew up the jetty. So after time, the shore looked sort of like it did before. But wow. you go down there now and from the town, the the main sort of town, which is... um built on the location i guess of the base uh luganville it's called uh you take a single lane road that goes out to the southeast corner of the island and when you get close to that southeast corner you see you can you if you come up to the the beach there there's uh unidentifiable hunks of metal things that look vaguely naval in their shape there are axles there are broken pieces of coke bottles there's all various kind of little rusted bits and bobs. And then you come to, next to that, there's a there's a sign. It's a national park now, and it's called Million Dollar Point. Um, huh. Presumably because that's some rough estimate, although who knows if it was much more, of how much was thrown off the side of that
0: end of the island. You have been here, and, and did you dive in this site? Yeah, absolutely. What was that like?
1: It's fascinating, obviously this happened decades ago and as you know all over the world human made things that are in the water get colonized by 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 life and so it starts at about 20 feet down and it actually goes down the slope of the island down to about 140 feet down and basically in every direction sort of as far as you can see is a reef made of War material uh, and spite, I guess. Um, there are there are big chunks of, of cranes. There's actually the remains of two boats that both sank while trying to salvage the material. Um, there are intact bulldozers. You can see yeah. furniture, just mounds of wow. twisted metal, things that were in boxes like crockery. The boxes have since gone away, so like you might stumble across like a teacup. Um, it's just this vast thing, and it's. Obviously, swarming with life now, being in the water.
0: How 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 far down is it? Do you need to be like a really experienced scuba diver to get down there?
1: Not at all. You you walk in off the shore, um, uh-huh. and you can snorkel it. Uh, you see material oh, wow. just uh, fifteen twenty feet down at the beginning of it, um, and you would need scuba diver scuba diving equipment to go much deeper or explore much more. But you can certainly uh, snorkel over the top of it.
0: Wow. Well, thank you so much for telling us this incredible story. And uh my son has expressed a real interest in learning how to scuba dive. So I feel like I have a a new a new reason. Your story makes me want to do it and I feel like learning with my son would be a really a cool way to to explore. So thanks for I've- I've already talked
1: this. both of my kids into this. My my daughter is obsessed with the oceans. She's literally counting the days until I can teach her how to scuba dive.
0: What a good like uh, family vacation school trip to Million Dollar Point. You get history, you get geography, you get nature. You know the whole package.
1: Yeah, and wonderful people, by the way. Uh, yeah, Puerto Santo is a just a a delightful island with uh, amazing uh, kind
0: people. Thank you to Samir Patel, our editor-in-chief, for taking the time to talk with me today. I see you almost every day, so it's not that crazy that we would talk. But nonetheless, amazing to hear about this trip. And hopefully one day, maybe you can teach me how to scuba dive. Uh, Special thanks also to Manolo Morales for producing this episode. This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. Our production team includes Doug Baldinger Chris Naka Camille Stanley Sarah Wyman Manolo Morales Chinenya Onike
1: Maddie Weinberg Camille Mojica Tracy Samuelson
0: John Delore Peter Clowney Our technical director is Casey Holford Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tindall This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming And I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world I'll talk to you next time So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure they are always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com.